Welcome to Enduring Words with David Guzik, a daily devotional podcast brought to you by Enduring Word. Today's theme is not for just any reason. And you'll see what I mean when I read to you today's text. It's a couple of verses taken from Jesus's great Sermon on the Mount. So I'm going to read to you the words of Jesus from Matthew chapter 5, verses 31 and 32, where we read. Furthermore, it has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you, that whosoever divorces his wife for any reason except sexual immorality causes her to commit adultery, and whoever marries a woman which is divorced, or who is divorced, commits adultery. In this larger section of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus repeatedly made the contrast between the truth of God's law itself and the often wrong and sometimes twisted human interpretations of that law. So Jesus correctly interpreted the Old Testament law against murder, that was earlier in Matthew chapter 5, and against adultery, again earlier in chapter 5. Now in this part of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus would rightly interpret the Old Testament law regarding divorce. And he began with these words, It has been said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. In Jesus' day, many people interpreted the part of the law of Moses that gave permission to divorce, that's in Deuteronomy chapter 24. They interpreted that as granting virtually any reason as legitimate grounds for divorce. Some rabbis taught and took this so far that a man was allowed to divorce his wife if she burnt his breakfast. Now, it's true that the law of Moses insisted that a proper certificate of divorce be written if a man were to divorce his wife. The fact that this was made a legal process meant that there was given a time for passions to cool, And if the separation would indeed happen, it would have to have a legal formality. The requirement to give a certificate of divorce meant that the divorce uh, was going to be less common among Israel, not more common. Yet in the time of Jesus, this permission of Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 1, had become an instrument of cruelty against wives. The focus of the scribes and the religious teachers had become concerned with making the certificates of divorce as easy and as quick to get as possible. They did nothing to fulfill the heart, the intent of the law. Supposedly acting in the name of the law, they actually worked against its purpose. In that time, the permissible grounds for divorce were debated. The issue of divorce revolved around a strict or a loose interpretation of the word uncleanness in Deuteronomy chapter 24, verse 1. This was the thinking represented by Rabbi Shammai, who said that Deuteronomy 24, 1 only gave permission for divorce if there was adultery. Then there was the thinking represented by Rabbi Hillel, who said that if a husband had any complaint against his wife, he could, according to Deuteronomy 24.1, rightly divorce her. 
Literally, if a wife burned her husband's breakfast, he could divorce her. If he saw someone who pleased him more than his present wife, he could divorce her. As you might imagine, the thinking of Rabbi Hillel was far more popular, or at least it was with the men. Jesus made it plain that the idea of uncleanness in Deuteronomy 24.1 is sexual immorality, not simply anything that the wife might do to displease the husband. The teaching of Jesus on marriage and divorce is further explained in Matthew chapter 19, but here we see the intent of Jesus getting back to the intent of the law instead of allowing it to be used as an easy permission for divorce. This emphasis of Jesus on the permanency of marriage and the wrong of unjustified divorce went against the thinking of many in both the Jewish and the Gentile cultures of his day. We must listen to what Jesus said about marriage, that marriage should always be intended for permanence and fought to be remain permanent. We must also listen to what Jesus said about divorce, that it should be avoided and only permitted in certain circumstances. If we listen to Jesus, then we'll also go against much of the thinking of our present culture. All of this reminds us of how easy it is to twist the teaching and the intent of the Bible into something we wish it were instead of what it actually says. It's always important, to the very best of our ability, to let the Bible speak for itself. That, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus shows us the way towards that better approach of the Bible. So I hope that you'll read your Bible today, and truly, to the best of your ability, let it speak for itself and hear God's Word today. Thanks for listening to Enduring Words with David Guzik. For more information about David's ministry, visit EnduringWord.com.